0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, what's happening, man? It's Tip T.I.
1: Harris. Come check me out, man. Join me on my new podcast called Expeditionally. Exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, every week I'm going to be talking to people who move the culture forward. Who are shaping and changing the world in their own way, you're going to hear some shit that will change your life and move the needle in your world. Expeditiously is exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now what I need you to do is download and subscribe to Expeditiously with a new episode dropping every Thursday. Do it expeditiously.
0: Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man cave. You know, it doesn't buy happiness. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Patrick.
2: Hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Dan that 's Dan Patrick Show. Morale is running high here. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can. You can watch it if you'd like. BR Live all three hours. And Audience Network Channel 239, that's Direct TV. And our great radio affiliates around the world, numbering 362 cities. It's an interesting time for the NCAA in college sports because everything points to players having the opportunity to earn extra money, to cash in on their likeness. I don't think the public has any problem with it. And thanks to states passing new laws, the NCAA has to act on this. And then enter Odell Beckham Jr. His former school wins the national title. He's on the field after the game. He's handing out money to some of the players. And then the video is sent out on social media. And at first, LSU officials said that's fake money. Subsequent reports bring that into question. I'm sure a compliance officer wanted to continue his celebration or her celebration after a national title game and didn't want to be bothered by this. Of course, that's fake money. Why would Odell Beckham hand out cash on the field to our players in front of everybody? So amidst the Tigers' celebration, they now have to deal with the NCAA. It feels like getting cash from an NFL player on the sidelines is certainly an improper benefit. I don't know if anybody wants the Beckham incident to blow up, and that includes the NCAA. They have plenty of issues to deal with, but OBJ certainly made sure that everybody saw him, and now the NCAA can't ignore it. That's part of the problem here. It was so blatant that the NCAA has to act because somebody's going to go, Maybe somebody else in the SEC is going to go, hey, what are, you, what are you doing with the LSU thing? Maybe one day this kind of thing won't be a problem. But today, it's another headache for the NCAA that has more than enough on their plate in the coming months. Now, these are some things that we found out. You, by the way, you're going to be shocked at what we heard from the NCAA. I'll have that for you coming up in a moment. Now, you're handing out money to these players. Not everybody declared for the NFL draft who got money I think there are two players who have yet to declare for the NFL draft who got money from Odell Beckham. Beckham did send every LSU player a pair of uh, wireless headphones prior to the championship game. But that was actually cleared by the NCAA. Postseason rules allow for players to receive gifts up to $550 in value for competing in bowl games, quote, from the management of the event, or from the participating member institution. Did they receive anything else for playing in the national title game? Therefore, that would probably top out at more than $550. I don't know what the gift bag is for playing in the national title game. Other bowl games, you may get something that approaches that dollar amount. But if you're giving them... uh, beat studio three wireless headphones. Could you guys look that up? They probably run $300, $350. Now he can give them headphones. Could he have cleared giving them $100 bills? I don't know how this works. And what is the difference? If I give you something that's a product or I just give you cold, hard cash and that's worth less by the way. Now, we reached out to the NCAA. God love Fritzy. I said, reach out to the NCAA, and I'm sure they're going to love hearing from us. Fritzy says, uh, uh, we just wanted to know if the NCAA sees one or both of these rules violations, since ultimately the NCAA makes the rules that the school will have to abide by. Um, and then the response that we got from the uh, NCAA is, Check with uh, LSU. So what is the question? We wanted to know if this is a violation. So we just wanted to check with the NCAA. And the NCAA said check with LSU that they didn't really have a response to this. If you can give somebody cash. Because at the time when we were looking at this, I said, that's not fake money. If if Odell Beckham is going to do it, he's not going to do it with fake money. And I know everybody is saying Odell Beckham is putting himself in the story you know, you hijack the story, the ceremony. Maybe Odell Beckham Jr. is making a political statement of players being paid. Maybe. Maybe. He knew he was on camera. He knew that this was going to be social media. It was going to go viral. I mean, he's as good as any athlete we have nowadays at getting it out there on social media. Look at me on social media. But is he saying, look at me? kind of thumbing my nose at the NCAA. Now, do I want one of my former players doing this after a national title game, and it's there for the NCAA to now have an opinion on or have to rule on or investigate? No, I do not. But is Odell Beckham saying, these guys are pros, they're going pro, and I'm going to give them money right here in front of everybody. I like how Joe Burrow goes, uh, that was real money I got, <laughs> but but he's gone. I don't know if the other guys got fake money, but Joe got real money going out the door. Yeah, Paul.
3: The other thing that's interesting, six of the seven players that were handed money on camera are juniors that have declared for the NFL draft and they're no longer under the watch of LSU. There's only one player that's returning. Couldn't this be fixed in 30 seconds and you just take a video of, The the one player is coming back, handing Odell Beckham back a $100 bill, and we could all move on?
2: I don't know (laughs) if it's that simple because you can make it seem like you're giving it back, but how do we know that you actually gave it back? Uh, Beats wireless headsets around $200. All right. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. All right. So if you get up to $550, have, have we found out what their gift bag is? I can't believe that this is. The story. <laughs> but it is a story because it's Odell Beckham. They won a national title. And I. it might be more of a political statement on his part. Maybe he's just saying it's about time these guys, instead of these guys running the, the bull games get all the money and the networks get all the money, they get something. And maybe it's symbolic. Maybe he's just saying, hey, they need to be paid. Above and beyond what they're doing. They played 15 games this year. They're pros. They should be treated like pros. They are going to the NFL, but they went above and beyond the call of duty. Maybe. Because I think it's easy to say, well, this is Odell inserting himself. Yes, he did. Was he excited for his alma mater? Yes, he was. But maybe there's something bigger to this. And yes, we put into phone calls uh, to Odell Beckham and uh, you know some of the other parties involved in this. But as you can tell from the NCAA, he basically said, I don't know. Check with LSU. Okay. We will check with LSU, but we just we were curious if there was a violation here. The NCAA saw some impropriety that they now have to investigate. Basically, the NCAA wants everybody else to do the work because they don't want to go. Oh god! Well, now we got to We got to get Odell come in uh, to Indianapolis into our office, and we got to talk to him about giving out money here or LSU. You know, Coach O is not going to want to be involved in this, or compliance officer, or the athletic director at NC, you know, with LSU, with the NCAA, but it became a story. But I was worried it was going to become a story. Maybe worried is the wrong word, but it's right there in front of us. If you would have said that there's rumors that he did it, okay, you can get away with that. But if you're going to be in the locker room, plus there's a police officer in there in the locker room while these guys are smoking cigars. And you can see Odell acting like he's spanking the police officer. That I can't help you with. I don't think that's an NCAA violation. might be a different violation. But, you know, Odell, you would have thought Odell won the game. That he was actually playing in the game. He's excited. But let the kids enjoy I'm sure they were thrilled to see Odell Beckham in there. If I'm under the age of 25, I'm probably going, man, it was great. That dude came in, he gave us headphones, he gave us $100 bill, handshakes, it was great. You know, you're under 25, you're not thinking about a bigger picture here. Like, there might be other things attached to this. Yes, he-
3: If Odell Beckham Jr. walked in here right now and started to hand out $100 <laughs> bills and headphones, we'd be like, is he not the most misunderstood guy in the world? He's the best! How great is he? <laughs> Dude, OJ could walk in if he's given a hundred. No, no,
2: no, a thousand. No, no. Yeah. Hello, Dan Patrick Show. <laughs> Hello, hey, I've got some gifts for you right here in my pocket. <laughs> Hello, Twitter. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> it's OJ.
3: It's me, Yo pal OJ. OJ. <laughs> Andy Staples of the Athletic, the uh, uh, college football writer, yeah. he says most likely that the headphones given to the LSU players were cleared as part of their overall gift suite, gift package, whatever for the bowl games. Okay. That if Odell Beckham and his and Beats talked through the NCAA and LSU and said, they're going to get these headphones. They would quantify the re, how much those cost, and that would be rolled into all the gifts they got. So all the gifts had to be above board, no more than 550 bucks.
2: Yeah, but it was cleared. So this uh, Beckham uh, sent every LSU player a pair of uh, wireless headphones prior to the championship game, but that was cleared by the NCAA. What if he said, hey, I want to hand out $100 bills after LSU? Like, could... With the NCAA, there's no way they would allow that. There's just no way, just the the optics of that, where you have him, hey, it's okay for you to give him headphones. But, hey, I just want to give out $100 bills to the players on the field. Cut out the middleman. Yeah, but but we're not going to have headphones in there. It's just going to be money. But it's only going to be $100. Yes, Tom. So,
4: so, like, where where do you draw the line for where it looks bad and it doesn't look bad? What if you give out like gift cards to like the you know for their favorite restaurant or something like that or some no 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 good it, store?
2: It it looks cooler if you're giving out hundred dollar handshakes.
4: As far as what the NCA would be upset about, like I don't a know gift card versus actual cash. Nobody food.
1: makes it rain Amazon gift cards. No, it's <laughs> like, hey man, yes, McLovin. I'm looking uh Visa gift card was last year's semifinal three hundred ninety dollar Visa gift card was in the package. They list all the packages. Fossil watches, Visa gift cards, uh, OGO backpacks. Okay. They're actually pretty lame. Those uh, Beats headphones are the coolest thing I've seen on here.
2: But they also got another gift pack from the previous game. So they played two games. Uh, Isn't it? I'm
1: reading now, and maybe I'm misunderstanding that you can get up to like 5,000 total for the whole playoff run. It's not per game, is it?
2: Well, they only have two games. If you're, oh, you, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it's not like March Madness here, McLovin. You got, if you, if you win two games, then you win the national title, or you're in two games, then you're playing for the national championship.
1: Have you ever gotten one of those sweet gift bags, of like, a I don't know, an, an Emmys or an Espies
2: or oh, anything? Oh, um, I think it was the Espies. Like, the Espies went crazy and started giving out unbelievable gift packages. Not that we got them as employees of ESPN, but I remember seeing what they were handing out, and there was some, there was some serious coin with what, what was being purchased for them, like vacations, and you'd get you know things in the gift pack. There, there was a lot going on there. Yeah, Paul?
3: I've got the list of all the bowl games, of course, with all the gift suites. <clears throat> this is a very weird, bad one. The Las Vegas Bowl. You think, oh, at the Vegas Bowl, they're going to make it rain. Your gift suite includes socks. Portable chargers. Socks. They, they led with socks. Mm. I think they're hiding something in Las Vegas fall. You're getting more than that. Socks.
2: Does somebody have a company called That Socks? Socks to be you? Yeah. Just something. I don't know. Checking. I just started. Because we came up. We made a couple billion dollars yesterday on the show with our uh, Literary Spirits And of course, Tequila Mockingbird. Yes, Eden. There is
1: a company in the UK called That Socks. Okay, all right. Established 2013.
2: Okay, all right. They got me. All right. Mark that one off the list. Not going to trade that one. Trademark that one. There's also Sock That. Is a uh, that one's taken. Socks to be you. Uh, this program is still brought to you by LegalZoom. LegalZoom.com. Use the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout. We're going to keep them busy with all these uh, Trade companies mark. we're starting. Yes. LegalZoom.com. Promo code Patrick. LegalZoom where life meets legal. I don't know if anybody has a problem with Beckham. Unless you have a problem with Beckham just because of who he is, but what he did. Yeah, maybe there's a lot of people like this. That was kind of a cool thing. I didn't want to see him hijack the celebration. That's all. That was my my problem, and I don't know if this is a middle finger to the NCAA. I don't. I don't know. But I I'm trying to look at this and and see a bigger picture than just sort of taking the easy way out and going. Yeah, he's he wanted to make this about him. He does that no matter what. But maybe there is a political statement attached to this. That was my problem, and then you get in the locker room. Let those, let those kids – now, maybe they were fine with celebrating with Odell. Maybe. But let them celebrate. They won the national title, not you. h 773 dp show email address dp at danpatrick.com. What kind of poll question do you have for me, McLevin?
1: I think Paulie has a hot one.
2: What? I have a hot one later,
3: but I saw some things on Twitter. People were criticizing Odell Beckham, and someone goes – of course, Tom Brady would never go into the Michigan locker room after they won the national title and start handing out hundreds. And someone say, No, oh, yeah. And yeah. someone responded, That's true. Tom Brady would never be in the Michigan locker room after they won the
2: national yes, title. Because Michigan wouldn't be in the locker room after a national title.
3: That was on a tee for people.
2: Yeah. People
3: <laughs> we were like, Oh, we were running to type that one back.
2: Yes, McLevin.
1: Is there a poll question? If you're the NCAA, would you either launch an investigation or just let it go? Is just let it go an, an option or not really?
2: Well, you could end it fast. That's all. I don't want this to drag out. If the one returning player is, you know, doesn't declare for the draft, then he, you know, we have a ceremonial handing back of the one hundred dollar bill to Odell Beckham. Yes, yeah, Tom.
4: You may want to let it go, but you have to do something because then that sets a precedent. Then other players may want to do something similar to that, and then mm-hmm. you, then what are you uh, supposed to do? Who, who's the next player from a team that wins a championship that wants to do something obnoxious? You didn't do anything to Odell, so I, I can get away with it too. I can do whatever I want.
2: Yeah, but you're going to do it, and and so you're going to make something, do a video of this. I don't. I don't think somebody's going to go. Oh, Beckham did it. Boy, let's all do this now. You know. I, I just wouldn't want to put my team in a situation like that where they're dealing with something and then this becomes a little bit of a buzzkill. And everything Odell Beckham does, we notice. He wants you to notice. That's why I laughed when LSU said, that, Those are fake, doll, fake bills. There I go, No, they're not. No, no. Can't imagine that Odell would be walking around with a fake wad of cash. Yes, McLeod.
1: You no, know it struck me as interesting. Uh, LeBron James, Ohio State fandom, is well noted and then his agency signs Chase Young a week ago, Rich Paul and yeah. Clutch Sports. Mm. I don't know. Like, all this fandom feels like maybe, mm. you know, this is a big circle of money going around yes, here. Sir. But uh, I've been pitching this poll all week. If you're Joe Burrow, would you be cool I with know, going Cincinnati Bengals? I know. I'm
2: waiting for you to say, okay, let's create right, contact. We'll a, let's we'll, create contact. We'll take a break, and, and we were going to talk about this in the morning meeting, and I said, McLovin, save it. And then, of course, whenever we say save it, then Todd will eventually say something right after that. I just can't it. And then it. I go, terrible. no, Todd, save it. Save it. Uh, one of our listeners said, instead of confetti at next year's national championship uh, trophy presentation, uh, presentation, how about $100 bills falling from the sky? Okay. I'm fine with that.
3: That's at the coaches' celebration.
2: As long as it's cleared by the NCAA. That's all. Could we make it rain at the trophy presentation? We'll wait for your response, NCAA. Your phone calls are welcome. And uh, McLevin has been sitting on this. Joe Burrow should pull an Eli and not go to the Bengals.
1: I didn't say that. I just think it'd be a good story you, for the next okay. two months.
2: Save it. Save it. You've been saying it all week long. We'll come back with that. 18 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Everybody's got a to do list. I get one from my wife, drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com.
0: Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, Strawberry Banana and Tropical Burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.
2: Settle on a poll question. Got a play of the day. Your phone calls coming up. As well. Watched a lot of college basketball last night. I did not know that Auburn was a top five basketball team. I mean, Bruce Pearl does a great job wherever he is, wherever he goes. And uh, they, of course, ended up losing. I watched Butler play last night against Seton Hall. I'm Kind of going around the dial there. Uh, watching Tennessee. Uh, yes, McLovin.
1: Are you starting to study up for your brackets
2: already? Uh, no, I just, it was kind of a... A lame night I, I started to watch the Nets and the Sixers, and I, I just couldn't do it. I, I just couldn't. And, and you know, Kyrie came back and yeah. a good
1: I, 12-footer from Tobias Harris is. No, doesn't do uh, it for you. I just
2: can't do it. And then I get it that Kyrie is a wonderful talent. Yeah, I just don't want him as my point guard. And maybe when Kevin Durant comes back and, you know, Durant's not he's not a, a number one personality. He's a number one player, but he he he's not the alpha and Kyrie can be the alpha. And then Durant comes in and, and you know, shows his greatness. And I love the roster last year the the Nets and the Clippers I loved because they overachieved and, and it was just cohesive. And they knew every night you had to play hard if you were going to win. And, you know, it's different now for the Clippers. They bring in, you know two franchise players, and then with the Nets, they bring in two franchise players. But Kyrie had been out. Durant maybe comes back at the end of the year. I hope he does, and I hope he sits out the entire season. But Kyrie, is he's, he's a highlight. I just don't think he is a great player from start to finish for a team. He comes up with great, and he's won, but it feels like he can't play with anybody. Like he couldn't play with LeBron, didn't want to be coached by Brad Stevens, now he goes to the Nets. This probably isn't his last stop, but you are with your friend. Like, if you can't make this work with your buddy, Kevin Durant, then it's not going to work anywhere. But just watching him last night, he didn't play well, and you end up losing the game. I don't know. It just It's that AAU mentality sometimes when you watch and you just go, does anybody really care about playing basketball? Or is it just this is all it is anymore? Let me get my 30, and who cares what my field goal percentage is? And you look at these field goal percentages, and you're going, there's guys who can shoot, but their shot selection, just like basketball acumen. There's talent, but then there's a basketball acumen that says, this is the smarter play. I'm going to make you better. I'm going to find the right guy. This isn't the right shot to take. And man... They are not a lot of summa cum laude players when it comes to shot selection. Just not. Yeah, Paul.
3: Dan, college basketball. San Diego State, eighteen and zero. Your Dayton Flyers are flirting with the top ten in the country. They're they're thirteenth right now, and they just won again over VCU, a nice team. I don't think has Dayton ever been top ten. Maybe in the Paxson days.
2: No, I don't think they were top ten. But back in the '60s, they they were. They played for a national title against UCLA. Um uh, and Dayton's got a, a, a lottery pick, I think, or a player's gonna be a first round pick in there. And uh you know, it feels like they're a pretty good team. I just don't think anybody's great this year. Yeah, McLovin.
1: About the shot selection and Millie, really, I think you're are you talking about James Harden to some extent?
2: Well, yeah, but all of them.
1: But Harden gets bailed out by the officials so much it's worth it for him to shoot that ball. I think the officials call all these ticky tack. Outside fouls, why not shoot it 20 times if they're going to
2: give you 14 free throws a game? I know, it's tough to watch. Then they end up scoring
1: 130 points. They're scoring a lot of points.
2: It's tough to watch. It just is. It's horrible basketball.
1: Donchick, too, man. He draws so many fouls.
2: I I did watch Georgia against Tennessee, and that was not a game at all. I wanted to see Anthony Edwards, and uh, I think he's probably looked at as maybe the number one pick overall. Uh, You know, he's he's really talented. Uh, There's a... There's a little Dwayne Wade in there. There's a variety. There's a combo platter on it. I know we like to go, here's your comp, but uh, he's, he's a really good player.
1: Worth tanking for?
2: Um, hmm. Well, who's going to be tanking? Like the, the, Warriors. Pelicans, the yeah, War- Pelicans? Yeah, I don't know what the Warriors are going to do. But you know, do they keep that number one pick? Because you're going to have everybody come back, but get that infusion of a younger player on a better contract. You know, Are they going to go James Wiseman? Uh, you know, do they take a seven-footer? So, yeah, but I watched a lot a lot of college basketball last night. Luka Doncic against uh, my Sacramento Kings had another. That's one of those where you just, sometimes the game is easy for players. And there are times when it's been, it looks really easy for Luka Doncic. Now, it didn't look easy when he's played against the Lakers. By the way, the Lakers lost to Orlando last night at home. And if I said to you two years ago, you know what the headline is going to be one day? Markel Fultz leads Orlando over LeBron and the Lakers. At home. And you may not even be aware of Markel Fultz with where he is playing. He's playing in Orlando, by the way. And he needed to get out. Got out of the Philadelphia, uh, you know, that just he was in a vacuum there and everybody was, you know, they were like videotaping him surreptitiously. Like, how do we get it? You know, but he's working on his shot. I don't know what happened with Philadelphia. I don't know if he got hurt, changed his shot, lost his confidence, all the above. Maybe that comes out one of these days, but he's still a very athletic player. Um, you know, the, the jump shot is not dangerous, but it's respectable. You know, he had shoulder surgery, and, it, and his shot is better than Ben Simmons, who didn't have shoulder surgery. But Foltz, is, he attacks, um, and, he's, and he's a good all around player and uh, picked up the win last night. Uh, let me see. Uh, Pritzi. did you send me Kyrie's night last night? I did night? six
4: of 21, 21. shooting. Not mm-hmm. very good. 14 points, four assists. It's, he just, down the stretch, I think he just destroyed the Nets' chances of beating Philly.
2: Yeah, but everybody, so you got uh, one player five for nine, another one seven for eight, another one eight for 16, and one, two for nine, and then you got Kyrie at six for 21. And maybe that's part of the offense with the Rockets. I get that, that, you know, there has to be volume to Harden and some of these other players. But there has to be a little bit of a conscience here as well. Really do. All right. Uh, We were talking about Joe Burrow. McLovin, let's go.
1: If you were Joe Burrow, would you tell the Bengals not to draft me? Just And not nothing against Cincinnati, the town, just because they're such a bad team right now. He's got, what, a five-year window on the on rookie contract. Is there any way they can build a champion around him with Zach Taylor at coach?
2: Well, that I don't know. My biggest question mark is the head coach. Is he a head coach? And, and I don't know that. I would have gone out and hired Joe Brady as my offensive coordinator. If I'm all in on Joe Burrow, I go get Joe Brady. And I bring the quarterback whisperer in that he had at LSU. Instead, you know, uh, Joe Brady ends up going to Carolina. And that's that. Seems like a really good hire for them. But if I'm if I'm bringing him in, then I'm bringing in a package deal. It's like college basketball used to bring in the coach of the star player sometimes and put him on the bench as an assistant coach. But um, is this just you trying to lobby for the Bengals to keep Andy Dalton?
1: Oh no, I, okay, okay. I need Dalton needs to get. It. I you know I've been watching the Bengals for so long now, and they had so much talent come through in the last eight years, and it doesn't seem like they've used it in the right way.
2: Just saw this where uh, LaMelo Ball is done for the season. He's playing in Australia due to an injury, so he wants to get ready for uh, the NBA draft. And it will probably be a top-five pick. It's like Cole Anthony with North Carolina. At some point, you go, do I need to come back? Kyrie played, I think, eight games for Duke his freshman year and then went number one overall. Cole Anthony is going to be a, a top-ten, maybe a top-five pick as well. Yes, Paul?
3: But if you're Joe Burrow, in college, he got to find a better situation. You know, he was in a a situation where it wasn't favorable, and he has the option to find it. This may be the one time in his career where he has the juice to say to Cincinnati, no, and in this culture, it probably won't be looked down upon like it was. Elway took a lot of heat. Eli took a little heat. This guy's not going to get much heat. No one's going to say, hey, the Bengals are a franchise you should go to.
2: Yeah, but the reason why he ended up at LSU is because he didn't win the job at Ohio State. I guess
3: what I'm saying is he— the draft, he he only has a little bit of control here. But he could pull this. And if if he says, I'm not playing for them, it opens up the trademark and it forces a trade. Eli did the same thing.
2: Yeah. I, if look, you said
3: it, if you said you could force Miami or open the door for Miami to jump up, and you know, he can't go back. That's his one chip that it doesn't help him. He can't go back, obviously. Yeah. But I, yeah, I would absolutely do it if I Joe Burrow. The Bengals have done nothing in their career to make you think that they're going to help your career.
2: But the reason why... They're, you're going to be in that position is because the Bengals have been bad. You know, good teams aren't usually drafting number one overall. There's a reason why they're drafting number one. They earned it. You know, Washington improved at the end of the year, Miami improved at the end of the year. The Bengals were just bad from start to finish. Yes, McLevin.
1: Maybe you get lucky sometimes, like the Colts when Peyton Manning gets hurt and they get an Andrew Luck or the Spurs when. You know. David Robinson get hurt. That's like the kind of situation you want to find.
2: Yeah, I understand if he wouldn't want to play there. If if I'm Joe Burrow, I wouldn't want to play there. And that that's the team that I grew up rooting for, being from Cincinnati. But I they show me nothing that has an infrastructure that I would be confident with. That I look at a roster there and I go, it, it just feels like failure is waiting for Joe Burrow, and and it's not because it's you know him. It's just you're going to be in a in a questionable environment there for a few years. And do you have confidence in that coach? Do you have confidence in that front office? And I would be really nervous about that. I don't know if he says, hey, you know, I'm going to pull an Eli or a John Elway. I, I understand it from the business perspective. I do. But I don't know if Joe Burrow is that adverse to playing in the state of Ohio, even though he probably grew up a Cleveland Browns fan. Yes, McLovin.
1: Is Joe Burrow the kind of quarterback that can put a franchise on his back? Is he that
2: good i don't I've only seen him for one season where he he did a great job he did an unbelievable job maybe he had the greatest season of all time for a quarterback but I, I don't know if he's somebody where you go you're still going to be good and competitive because of him, and I don't know that now Kyler Murray, it felt like you could still be competitive with him in there with his talent uh Lamar Jackson, you might be still competitive no matter what kind of talent you have around him. Maybe you could say that about Patrick Mahomes. There aren't many young quarterbacks that you can say that about. But Joe Burrow answered every question that people had about him. But this is a really big question to go in there and then try to continue to do it. His touchdown to interception ratio was 60 to 6. You're not going to have those receivers in there in the NFL. So you start there, and you go. I, I, you know, I got Joe Mick. I got a good running back. I don't know what I have at the skill position. I mean, AJ Green. It just feels like he has been constantly injured here. Free agent too. Yeah. So,
1: and by the way, Joe Mixon's okay. He's okay. What kind of numbers did Joe Mixon have? It doesn't matter because I'm telling you that guy could find a tackler in a pitch black room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, trust me.
1: He came on at the end of the year when everyone was playing okay. pre-draft against All the right. Bengals. Okay.
2: Uh Joe Burrow had this to say about Skyline Chili and uh this is Cincinnati. Now this is a couple of years ago, by the way. This this tweet um in growing up in Ohio, there's Gold Star and Skyline Chili. Now it's chili is it's it's everybody talks about it and you pick between Skyline or Gold Star. It's like uh, people ask you that question. Skyline or Gold Star. Like you'll get that in in Cincinnati. Uh, I didn't care either way. Like, I never went, boy, I only go Gold Star or Sky. It's it's chili on top of spaghetti. And then they'll put onions on there. Like, you can get a three-way or two-way. You can put it on a a hot dog. And it's only good after 11 o'clock at night. Either that or real early in the morning if you're just coming in. Or late at night when you're ready to uh, shut down the evening. Yes, Fritzie.
4: Uh, you caught my attention. You said something about a three-way. But well, no,
2: it's that's, this is I, a chili-related that, That's item. chili, onions, and cheese, I think. That would make it. The yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow said, uh, oh, God, I hate it. Uh, Cincinnati's going to hate me. I hate that stuff. It's not real chili. It's just sauce. I mean, they've hated me for a while because I've had these takes since I first got to Ohio State, and they're like, what do you mean? You're from Ohio. And I'm like, doesn't matter. I hate it. Yeah, I'm from Ohio, and if you said I don't get to have Gold Star or Skyline the rest of my life, I'm okay. I'm okay. Now, White Castle, those hamburgers, that's different. <laughs> that, that I would fight for. Yes, Paul, you got
3: to love the savviness of Joe Burrow laying the groundwork to burn the Bengals two years <laughs> ago by taking a shot at Skyline Chili. It's
2: and all set up. And it's, they're still going to draft him. I'd love it if you had that conversation. You know, they go in. They say, uh, "Yeah, he's, you know, he checks all the boxes." I mean, the guy—he's—he's he's, he's the real deal. And uh, negatives, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. He—he uh, he doesn't like uh, the uh, skyline chili. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to pass on him. How about we take an offensive lineman out of Iowa? You can't, okay, you can't
4: be the face of the franchise and say that about their chili. That's not gonna work.
2: He just—he did it a couple of years ago. Now, does he get an endorsement? Wait, wait, what's the chili? Oh, he just doesn't like the uh, Cincinnati chili. He didn't differentiate between Skyline and Gold Star because now I got to bring him in as guy who's going to endorse this. Yes, uh, Seaton. Right. I mean, what are we going to do about the Skyline issue? I don't know. I guess is the, the yeah. problem. But if he, right, if you're the other one is Gold Star, yeah. don't you step in and pay him a million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, McLovin.
1: Are we... Did you just drop a hint that you're hearing Iowa tackle Tristan Wirfs is going to the Bengals at number one? <laughs> uh,
2: he'll be a first-round draft pick. Yeah, how
1: boring would it be if the Bengals ended up taking a tackle?
2: <laughs> They're not going to take a tackle. But does they trade down. Does anybody love Joe Burrow enough to go get him?
1: Panthers with Joe Brady at number seven.
2: I. It would be a great splash for a team that just lost Luke Keekly, and if you take Cam Newton off the books, you got Christian McCaffrey and Joe Burrow, And you can... What do they have to trade? The Bengals... McCaffrey? Well, no, you're not going to trade McCaffrey. Why not? No, he's the face of the franchise. Not if you get Joe Burrow. I know, but don't you want McCaffrey and Burrow together? Would Cincinnati take Cam Newton and a bag of rocks?
1: Well, Cam Newton's a different situation financially, I think. I I don't think he's a trade bait.
2: Okay, I'm just... Actually,
1: that's not a bad swap when you think about everything. Yeah.
2: If we're trying to propose something, now I wouldn't do it if I'm Cincinnati, but then Cincinnati's done things that I wouldn't do. Uh, You know, do you trade? What could you trade to Cincinnati to get the number one pick?
1: Well, usually it's draft picks. Yeah, and and it's it's going to be a lot of them.
2: It's just the Dolphins have three first round draft picks. If you said we'll give you three first round draft picks and and they can still get Tua, if you're Cincinnati, would you do that? If you're Miami, would you do that? If I give you three first-round picks this year, you know you can still get Tua. I'd strongly consider that. Cincinnati needs a whole lot more than just Joe Burrow. And you can have a franchise quarterback, but if you don't have a team around him, he's not a franchise quarterback. He's just a quarterback in survival mode. And that's what it'll be for Joe Burrow. Yeah, point.
3: And you're saying if they got Tua, three months ago, Tua was the number one pick in the NFL draft at the quarterback position. Three months ago. That's not that long ago. So it's not like if he's healthy, yeah. why would he not still be the number one pick in the draft?
2: Yes, McLevin. I mean,
1: Cincinnati, with A.J. Green and Tyler Eifert being on the IR, better part of their careers, there's no way they can bring in Tua. They just can't have another injury risk? That would be crazy. They need Joe Burrow. I don't think it's worth it. I think the Dolphins' picks... To go from five to one, I don't know what the trade chart says.
2: The Jimmy Johnson yeah, chart? I think you need to give up a lot to do that. All right, we'll take a break. Play of the day coming up. We'll also get to your phone calls as well. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
4: Everybody has to do taxes, and yet not everybody feels comfortable doing them, which doesn't seem right, especially when you consider all the amazing things these same people accomplish every day of their lives. TurboTax believes that with the right tools and encouragement – People can be good at anything, yes, even taxes. And to help people feel more comfortable with the tax process, TurboTax Live gives you personal access to experienced CPAs and EAs who are there for you, even on nights and weekends. And they're happy to go through your return with you line by line to double-check that you've done everything right so you can be sure to get your best possible refund, feel 100% confidence in your taxes. It's TurboTax All people are tax people. TurboTax believes everyone should feel comfy doing their taxes, and it's all the tools you need to feel confident in this tax process, including that expert-level reassurance. TurboTax has experienced CPAs and EAs available to review your return right along with you. These experienced tax pros can review your return line by line and give you approval even before you file. Ensure your taxes are done right and that you get the best possible refund. TurboTax. All people are tax people.
0: Oh, my God. The play, the play's play. of the day. Runner left side, got it. going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day.
2: Check this out.
0: Jermaine brings it ahead to midcourt. Gets to the three-point line. Puts up the three. Yeah. And he makes it in. South Carolina upsets Kentucky. Jermaine Cousinard and the Gamecocks have taken down Kentucky. Oh, my
2: Learfield IMG College, of course, the South Carolina guys. Hootie and the Blowfish only want to be with you. The Gamecocks take down number 10 Kentucky on a buzzer beater from a freshman who was making his first start of his career. So last night, Butler loses, Auburn loses, Wichita State loses, Creighton loses. Those are for the uh, top 25 teams. You may not be aware of that because I wasn't either. And I was just wondering about Kentucky because I thought, You know, they sort of righted the ship here, and then uh, they go. uh, the mothership shows the highlight there. South Carolina beats them at the buzzer. I go, well, that answered my question there. Play of the Day is brought to you by LegalZoom. You want to get off to a great start in 2020, go to LegalZoom.com today under the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Patrick, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. CB in California joins us on the program. Hey, CB, how are you?
0: Hey, how you doing there, Dan? You're doing a spectacular job and informative, as always. Um, one of the biggest things is that, you know, it is catastrophic, that I think, in the NCAA that they're not paying the players. So to reiterate on your point earlier about, um, you know, Odell Beckham, you know, giving a little $100 handshake and whatnot, I don't have a problem with that because I think the alumni in all schools from Alabama, You can go to Ole Miss, you can go to USC, you can go to Cal, where the alumni have a big influence on helping the team because they went to that school and they have uh, civic pride
2: in their school. All right. Well, thank you, CB. It's just I didn't like it in the moment when he was doing it. If somebody said, hey, word is that Odell was in the locker room and he was handing out $100 handshakes, okay, I'm, I'm less bothered by that. I just don't want the students, you know, these, these kids who had this moment to have it, you know, taken away from them or that we're talking about something other than the greatness of, of what they did this past season. That's all. And maybe if Odell Beckham comes out and says, look, I tried to make a statement here. And I, I just want to, you know, I'm going to do this right in front of everybody. Because he didn't hide it. But then there's nothing about Odell that he tries to hide. He wants you to see it. I just I didn't want to see LSU have to answer these questions. Like Ed Ogeron, after winning a national title, was answering a question about this. He's go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then they said, well, it's fake money. And now Joe Burrow said, uh, hey, I'm no longer a student athlete. That was real money that I was getting. Yeah, unfortunate. But maybe if there's another agenda involved in this, then great. You know, I'd be curious about that. Uh, Paulie, you uh, sent me something on Skyline Chili in Cincinnati. Congratulations, Joe Burrow, on an amazing season, Heisman Trophy, and a national championship. We hope to see you do more of that in Cincinnati soon. That is from Skyline Chili's <laughs> tweet Twitter handle. Now I'm, I'm now, saying, by the way, that gold star is the official chili of the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe that's oh. why he's saying. He's, I mean, if this isn't gift wrap, maybe I, he's already a team player. Because he can't then go to Skyline if the team is sponsored by Gold Star. So, Joe Burrow, this was in uh, 2018. Just a reminder Skyline is terrible. That is all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Chili Wars. It's not even chili, by the way. By
3: the way, there's another idea for a million dollar show Chili Wars. Ooh. Go around the country, best bowl Maybe
2: we Maybe we do a uh, chili war, and then we test Joe Burrow's knowledge, his taste buds, on what's Gold Star or Skyline. Does he really know the difference there? Can't believe it. I, I'm discussing the chili that I grew up with. And who has chili on spaghetti, by the way? People in Cincinnati? No, no. But like, who says, how about sauce? I, I, my gravy. And then I'm going to have chili on my spaghetti, and then we'll dress it up with onions and cheese. <laughs> What's the poll question we settled on, McLeven?: Well, I did
1: put up, uh, without your permission, if you were Joe Burrow, would you ask the Bengals not to draft you? 61% <laughs> say yes. We were just debating, if not Cincinnati, who's the team in the top 10 where you would want to go if you were Joe Burrow? The Dolphins at five, the Chargers at six, the Panthers at seven, the Jaguars at nine. Chargers. Chargers. But isn't that franchise sort of yeah, but floating around in but, no but, man's land?
2: But now you you swoop in, you become the franchise, you move into a new stadium and you got Joe Burrow there. You you got to get some buzz and there's no buzz. You're you're going into a new stadium and you're the, the the second tenant going into that building. If Tom Brady goes there, you get a little bit of a buzz obviously. But Joe Burrow would certainly that that would bring some cachet to that. Because if you go in there and who's your quarterback? Because I don't think it'll be Philip Rivers. So who is your quarterback? Well, Cam Newton you mentioned. Cam yeah. would give you a little bit of a buzz. But if you got Joe Burrow in in Los Angeles with the Chargers, that's big. If you got him in Carolina with Kirsten McCaffrey and that new owner and a new coach and his offensive coordinator or his quarterback's coach at L, that's a big deal. You go to Cincinnati – it, you'll get a you'll get buzz, but then it'll be a draft day buzz and probably nothing more after that the first year, maybe the first two years. Yeah, McLevin. I
1: thought Miami got a lot of positive momentum at the end of the last season. They did. People love that coach. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure Dolphins are like the franchise that's poised to win a Super Bowl, but that might be a nice spot in there.
2: Hey, but how long have I been saying the Dolphins have not had a face probably since Dan Marino? They need something. And even now, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the face of the team, I guess. How old is he? Thousand. That's an exaggeration. Sorry. That's an exaggeration. One hour in the books. We still have to do two more. Coming up.
0: What's happening, everybody? This is the official Official Lakers Lakers podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's
2: get, get it. it.
0: I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel
2: each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP.
0: I really like the way that this team uh, just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, It's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board.
1: The relationship that is
0: developing between those two off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court, I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.